Hello, everyone. Welcome to Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Picasanis. This is episode 60, season three. And uh, today's date is September 19th, 2021. Uh, we have a very good show coming up. Uh, I will talk about two things today. Uh, first off, I will talk about uh, my high school reunion where I graduated at Bogan High School in 1981. I will talk about the the party that I attended and uh, some memories of uh, attending there. Also, uh, I will talk about the the last Sears store that's closing in, in Chicago, actually Illinois, and that's in Woodfield Mall. And that made news about a couple days ago. So uh, I will discuss both of these after this commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Starbeat Presents What's Happening. <laughs> Can't help singing that. And this commercial is from 1981. Enjoy. Starbeat Presents What's Happening. Through April 19th, putting on the Ritz on Butterfield Road, one mile east of Highland Avenue, Oak Brook, features top live entertainment with never a cover. Jamet, Monday through Thursday, Windjammer, Friday and Saturday, at the grand opening of In and Around, 102.35 West Grand Avenue, Franklin Park. The Saints and Sinners in Willow Springs features a 10-man male dancer extravaganza Wednesday, plus a special Easter party Saturday. Classic Rock with Red Muldoon and Air Guitar Competition Thursdays at Eric the Red, 3300 West 111th Street, Chicago. A $2 million unbelievable intergalactic robot show at Tobias, 6020 West Belmont, Chicago, Wednesday, April 22nd. The Vineyard, 75th and Cast Darien, presents The Outside Chance, plus Wednesday's Chicken and Ribs, All-You-Can-Eat, $4.95. The Ship's Rail Turtle Trot at 154th and Calumet Expressway in the Dalton Lodge with $250 weekly cash prize Mondays. This is Steve Cronin. For more What's Happening information, call the Starbeat Dictaphone at 948-8800. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial. Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I played that on a previous podcast episode for Starbeat Presents What's Happening. Uh, I used to hear that all the time on the radio, you know, back then when I was a teenager, uh, probably on the loop, uh, WLS, uh, WMET, 95.5 FM. And uh, they're very memorable, very memorable indeed. Okay. Uh, before I start the uh the episode i'm going to mention something today is the first 51st anniversary of creature features that debuted on wgn channel 9 in chicago on september 19th 1970 and uh last year uh i celebrated the 50th anniversary i uh created a video and i uh compiled all the most of the tv ads uh, TV guide ads, excuse me, and put them in the video, and I created that with some creepy music. Also, the the ex, the theme song "Experiment in Terror" from the 1962 movie of the same name, and uh, it's on YouTube right now. It's under my YouTube channel, Pete Castanis, which is my name, 
and it's also on my blog. I also wrote a story about my memories of watching the show. And uh, you can find that on my blog, uh, blog. If you go, if you go there, uh, just go down to the bottom and uh, there's a search box. And you can type in Creature Feature, Creature Features, and you can find it. And uh, so today uh, I will post a video again on my social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter. And also, you know, there's a couple uh, Facebook groups. They have a Creature Features uh, Facebook group and also a Screaming Yellow Theater slash Creature Features, which was hosted by Jerry G. Bishop. That's from Gooley. So uh, that should be fun and to revisit. And uh, one last thing, the the movies that were uh, on the first show were Dracula. From 1931, starred Bill Lugosi, and uh, the other one was She Wolf of London from 1944, I believe, and that starred June Lockhart. She's famous for uh, on two TV shows, uh, Lassie and Lost in Space. Okay, okay. Now we're gonna go to what uh, what I said previously. I'm gonna talk about two things on my podcast. It's uh, my high school reunion at, uh, party, at which I attended last Friday at Bogan, and also the closing of the Sears store in Chicago. But I will talk about Sears first. Uh, it made news today that the Sears store in Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg will close on November 14th, and it's the last Sears store in Chicago. Also the last one in Illinois, which is very sh- I'm, it's very horrible and sad because this, the, the store was founded here in Chicago, and it was founded in 1892. And uh, the headquarters was on the west side of Chicago. Um, I think like, uh, I don't exact, I remember the exact street. I went there one time uh, because a couple of my friends worked there at high school. When they were in high school, they worked there. And they took me there for one day, and it's a beautiful bu- building inside. And uh, that's where they, I think it was the headquarters of the catalog, the Sears catalog. And uh, they closed that uh, probably, I don't know, sometime in the 80s or early 80s. And then uh, then they built the Sears Tower, which was built, I think it was uh, completed in 1973. And they started building in 1971. Uh, I could be wrong. Anyway, uh what I found interesting, the first Sears store opened in 1925, February 2nd, to be exact. It was in the North Lawndale neighborhood, and uh, it became very popular. And uh, even during World War II, it was a very uh, uh, popular store. And, you know, at the time, there were streetcars. And so if you lived anywhere in the neighborhood of Chicago, you would hop on the streetcar and it'll take you right there. I mean, because it was very accessible. And uh, what I remember, my memories of Sears is all the brand, and not the brand name. Yeah, the brand names they had. Um, like, for example, Kenmore, Craftsman, Die Hard, with the batteries, Silvertone, Supertone, and Tough Skin Jeans. And Winnie the Pooh was the uh, mascot of that for many, many years, many, many years. And uh, there was also the Wish Book, the Sears Wish Book, that came out in 1933, and it was the Christmas catalog. 
And those were beautiful. I remember reading those or thumbing through with the beautiful pictures and the, and the uh, items for sale. And uh, it was like a Bible. And it was known as a consumer's Bible. And uh, that I think they discontinued that in 1993. So when I was growing up, um, I've been to a few Sears stores. Uh, my mother took me to the one that was located uh, downtown. I think it was on co- on the corner of Congress Parkway and State Street. Right now it's called the Ida, Ida B. Wells uh, Street. Uh and then that closed, and then they reopened another Sears store probably down uh, further north on State Street. I forgot where exactly. And that closed, uh, I don't know, a long time ago. And uh, the other Sears stores I remember going was at uh, East 79th Street and Kimbark. That's a little west of Stony Island. And when my mother came to America after she got married, that was the first uh, that was the first Sears store she visited. It wasn't very far from where she lived. And uh, the memories of that uh, from people is that when you entered the store, uh, you could they had a peanuts and popcorn display, and you could smell the peanuts and the popcorn, and it was heaven. Oh, it was pure heaven. And uh, other stores opened. And then uh, there was one on... 63rd and Western. Uh, I'm trying to think. A uh, famous one is Six Corners on the north side. That's Irving Park and Cicero Mil- Milwaukee Meat. And also in Uptown neighborhood uh, on Lawrence and Broadway, I believe. And uh, let's see what else. What is here? Store. Uh, they opened one in Fort City in the 80s. Remember that? And uh, and the one that I went most of the time was in Chicago Ridge Mall in Chicago Ridge, Illinois, and that closed uh, last year, I believe. Yeah, that closed last year, and uh, it's still vacant now. They have uh, it's temporarily a Halloween store, just in time. Uh, Who knows? uh, The last I heard, they might. uh, They're trying to find tenants for the store, but they won't uh, fill up. You know, there's two floors of that. So hopefully, uh, I heard a rumor maybe Lowe's will be in there, a hardware store. That'd be great. You know, that'd be perfect. You know, we need we need a store like that in you know where I live. And then, uh, then in the eighties, uh, Sears began to decline, and you know, customer service. And then uh, they got into the real estate business, uh, financial. They had Discover Card, and then down the road, they sold off everything. And then it was in deep debt, and it was a mess. And the the quality just uh, took a big nosedive. It's famous that customer service was uh, just, it was horrible. It was just horrible. And then, uh, then they bought Kmart. I remember that. And then they launched Prodigy. Uh, with IBM, if a lot of people remember that, it was an online service, and that ran from 1984 to 2001. Very interesting. And then when I worked at American Express Travel, uh, my last job, um, they, one of the accounts was Sears, and I went to the headquarters at Hoffman Estates and moved from the Sears Tower to over there in the 80s, I think. And that's a huge complex, a beautiful building. And I went there a couple times because uh, I knew some employees. 
and just to help out. And uh, it was, and as far as I know, it's still there. So I don't know what's going to happen because uh, there's only about maybe th- uh, 30, 30 to 40 Sears stores left in the United States. There's some in Mexico. Well, who knows what happened to that? Because and they closed the Kmart's. Uh, they there's no more Kmart's anymore. Uh, last one closed in Des Plaines, Illinois. That was last year, I, I believe. So that's a shame. And then, uh, so I mentioned before that the last Sears store in Woodfield Mall in Schaumburg will close on November 14th, right before the Christmas season. And that's it. So uh, they have an online store still, which is fine. So um, people co- said that uh, it should have been like Amazon. It should have been that. If, uh, I think the people that ran it had old-fashioned ideas and didn't believe in the future. If they did, it would have been wonderful. You know, it would uh, it would just uh, be a wonderful store. It didn't happen. I'm sorry. So it's sad. It's very sad. Okay. That's all for Sears. Uh, right now, I will talk about uh, my high school reunion that I attended last Friday. I graduated at Bogan High School in 1981, and that was it's in Chicago on the southwest side. Uh, school's still there. Uh, right now, it's a computer technical school. I heard you you can't just go there. You have to take a special test. It's hard to get into that school. And uh, one day, I would love to go and look around. Because uh, I've seen pictures online. They have Apple computers. You know, it's changed. Uh, that that was non-existent when I went there. It's amazing. No iPhones. No texting. Nada. Anyway, so I went to the party. Uh, it was at the uh, 115 Bourbon Street in Marionette Park, Illinois. Uh, first time I've been there. Never been there. I'm not a bar goer. So, uh so it was fun. So I, I arrived there early. It was from 6.30 to 10.30. And uh, just to help, because I created a video where I clipped all the uh, senior pictures of our year of our 1981 uh, Bogan Medallion yearbook for the people that attended. And I did that. Uh, I didn't add music uh, because uh, uh, Mary Zwitt, who organized the party, asked me not to do that. And you know, I did. I listened to her wishes, and I did. I didn't add music or the names, you know. So, uh, so I went over there to the party, and then I had her laptop. Uh, had we had trouble logging in or like that, so uh, we had to call the manager of the place. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then uh, he managed to do that. So the video played. Uh, I was trying to find a way to do it autoplay, so I didn't have to go back and forth, back and forth, just to you know, reset it and restart it. But I did that and I didn't mind, you know, because once the video was over and it's on YouTube, it goes to the next video and most and most of it is, uh, because it's under my name, it either goes to my podcast channel, Fantasy Conland Stories, or a video that I created uh, on my other channel, which is under my name. And, uh, but people loved, loved it. So uh, yesterday... I edited the video. I added everyone's names, and I added a little music. It's an instrumental version of "Wheel in the Sky" by Journey, and I hope everyone loved it. And uh, it, we had a good turnout. Uh, there were sixty people. Only three didn't show up, uh, which is a shame um, because of uh, two from illness, and the other one, I don't know, 
what happened. Anyway, uh, so I was busy trying to put the video there, and I and then I say hi to everybody, and then then the the crowd started coming in, and it got louder and louder, and and people saw me, they hugged me, and it was happy to see. Oh, and it was wonderful. Yeah, after my prostate cancer surgery, because I've been posting updates on so, on social media, they're asking how I am, how's everything going. It's it's wonderful, and. Uh, so I waited for some friends to come over, and then we sat down. Uh, a couple of girls came from Florida. It was nice to see them. It was wonderful. I loved it. And then uh, so we sat down, but, you know, people wanted to talk to me. It's like, you know, they would stretch me like a wishbone. <laughs> so, and uh, But what I noticed at the party is um, people were talking to each other and talk about old times or what they're doing now, and you can see the friendships that lasted so long, even if they haven't seen each other in years, it's still there, the love. And it's beautiful. It is so beautiful, you know. And then I met new people that were in my class that I've never met. And I did at the party. And it's, it was wonderful. You know, it was wonderful to uh, get re- you know, to, to equate myself with them. It was lovely, you know, and uh, the party went fine. We had food and appetizers. Uh, there was some music, and uh, we had a group photo taken. Uh, you can see those on on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, so the party lasted about uh, 10, 30 to 11. Then uh, most people stayed and went out went outside to the patio. And a lot of pe- other people left. They probably went home or went somewhere else. I imagine. Uh, I don't know. I stayed for a few minutes and I left because I was exhausted. Oh, I was tired. Very tired. And then um, the party went on for, you know, I had a very good time. We had the uh, 30th reunion in 2010, 2011, excuse me. It was in October and that was fun. And then we had a second one in April 2012. Hopefully... For this uh, 40th reunion, we have another one soon. That would be nice, you know, for people. But, you know, we, d- we didn't have a, a large turnout because of COVID. And, uh, you know, and then you had to pay in advance. Some people didn't like that. I can understand uh, them. But, you know, this is a responsible thing to do. <laughs> so I think we had a couple crashers from what I, from what I heard and seen. I won't mention names. You know, I'm, I'm I'm much of a gentleman to do that. And then, uh, you know, so we talked about people. And the sad thing about it, we talked about people that passed away. And uh, I did. I made a tribute tribute video a long time ago. Uh, I haven't updated in a long time, but a few people have passed have died, and I will do one soon. You know, uh, just trying to find, trying to remember who who is gone, and just do a tribute video. Um, a couple of people posed to that, but no, people are for it. They they want me to do it. We want to remember them by, you know, and uh, sometimes, you know, uh, I read the comments that uh, everyone's posted pictures on Facebook, you know, from the Bogan group of 1981 and on their profiles, you know, and sometimes you have to be careful what you say, you know, like me, you know, I'm guilty as sin sometimes. You know, sometimes they say something funny, but other people don't think it is. And you, you didn't mean to. It was inadvertently. You don't mean to do that. 
you you know you apologize and you do your best. You know we're all human, but uh, and then you feel guilty about that. It's happened to me all my life, not just at school, at home, at work. You know you do something and they would yell at you, berate you, chide chide with you, chastise you name it. It's a horrible feeling. It really is. It's. Uh, I guess I'm very sensitive. I, I try. I do my best. Uh, and to people that I've offended, I'm, I'm sorry. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> I just found out from the party that one of our classmates passed away. And he was in the hospital and he had COVID and it was really bad. I don't know if for sure. I've talked to two people about this. His name was Jimmy Byrne. So I'm trying to find information about him, but I can't. So we got to wait for a while because it happened Friday. So we'll see if it's true. Uh, it's that's hor- horrible. That's horrible. We lost another classmate, and this time it's from COVID. I haven't heard anyone else that's died from that. So we'll see what happens. And uh, you know, it's a it's a terrible loss. You know, it's very sad. You know because. My memories of going to high school, you know, I was I, I wasn't in the right clique, you know. I was more of a clunker, you know, because I was very odd, you know. I not a sports fan. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not that attractive. I don't attract girls. I'm very shy. I like other things, you know. I still I'm still that way, <laughs> unfortunately. So. Um, you know, and then there was an incident in high school. I never told anybody. I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. I don't remember, but there was an incident. There was a there was a kid. Uh, he didn't graduate with us, and he was very he was high on drugs. And he was in a couple of my classes, and he would, oh my god, he just exploded and yelled at me. Uh, I thought I thought he was going to kill me. It was scary, terrifying, terrifying. And uh, one time I was walking outside, and he was at hiding behind a tree and he yelled my name and I went over him and I told him to leave me alone, but he had a knife on him and I go, Oh my God, what's he doing with that? And, uh, he showed it to me, but then he put it back in his pocket and I don't know what happened. He just maybe realized what he's done. That was, that was the most frightening experience that happened at Bogan high school. It really was. I didn't tell people this. I didn't even tell my parents, they don't. They still don't know about that, and uh, so it was a like I said before, it was a very frightening experience. I wrote that. Uh, I wrote that in an article. Uh, I have a Facebook page called the Bengal Lancer newspaper, and that's uh, it's on Facebook. I sometimes write articles. Uh, I will. Uh, I will um, probably write a story about that. Um, you know, my experience at the at the party last Friday. I will do that. And uh, <clears throat> right now, the, the, the kid is on Facebook, and he's, his life has changed. He's uh, he's very successful, and God bless him. I'm happy for him. I wish I could re- reach out to him, but I'm afraid. I'm really scared. I, I, I don't know. I'm... I'm almost 58 years old. And I'm afraid to face my fear on, you know, for Adam, even though he's online. He's not face-to-face. It was horrible. You know, I was bullied at school, you know, grade school. Bogan, uh, the first two years I was bullied, 
Uh, junior year, it's subsided, went down, but senior year was wonderful. I loved that year. It was the best, even though it was the last year or so. Uh, everyone was friendly, you know, kind of a cool kid in a way. Not really, but so, uh, so the party was very successful and every, and the reunion went very well. People loved it. You know, I saw the compliments, uh, my thanks to uh, Mary Zwitt, Dorothy Meselson, Art Johnson, and and many others that were involved with that party. Uh, I had a very good time. Oh, it was excellent. I loved it. I, I know. I could, we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> we talk about silly things in school. And for me, what's unique? What's unique about me? I have a very good memory of what happened over there, and a lot of people have forgotten. <laughs> And, you know, I don't want to embarrass them, you know, but if, you know, I do, I try to be subtle, you know, and, uh, you know, Ryan, most people look back and they go, nah, we were kids, you know, we did dumb stuff. What's even said is that people our age are still doing it. <laughs> go figure. Okay. Okay. That'll be all for today. I hope you enjoy my uh, podcast episode. Uh, for people who weren't familiar about the, uh, my memories about Bogan High School, I apologize, uh, you know, because I had to speak out about that, you know, because it was a wonderful experience. Okay. So this is episode 60, uh, season three of, of Vanishing Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Pete Castanis, and I will post this on my social media accounts. Uh, you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, other podcast apps. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, you, I will post on on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. Also, I have a YouTube channel. You can find it. Find the episodes there, and it's under the YouTube channel Banner Chicago Lens Stories. If you have any questions, just uh, send me a message online. I'll be happy to help you. Okay. So I'm signing off now, and it's bye-bye for now for me. And here is Ray Rayner saying bye-bye for now. Take care, everybody, and I'll see you next time. So long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>